Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Steve Geller will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Charlie Long managing everything behind the scenes, coordinating and supervising. Bob, first day of practice today, and uh, again, it was pajamas and slippers. Uh, you wouldn't, there was no hitting and everything else going on. But The weather did cooperate. The weather was pretty nice today. And, and Mike, you know what I told you how I judge, okay, like a summer in Louisiana. It could be a summer in Houston. Or anywhere in the deep south, uh, you know, South Georgia, South Georgia uh, you know, when they talk about the Nat line, uh, but making uh, Georgia anything. Well, you're dealing with when you're dealing with heat index and humidity. That's when sometimes that could get to you mentally. And what I mean by that, you want to be productive. You don't, you just don't want to survive practice. Uh, you want to be able to get something out of practice, and you could be where uh, I know I'm in shape. But you don't sometimes don't feel like in shape because the heat beats you down that much. Where I always judge it where, okay, we watch it practice. The fans are on that practice today, the very first one. And that, you know, we get to sit in the bleachers and they have canopies and we're in the shade. I know it's not too hot if I'm not moving and I'm in the shade and I'm not sweating. To me, that's when I know it's too hot to be outside when you're in the shade and you're sweating, and you're not doing anything. That it's happened to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know you gotta hide, make sure you're hydrating all that. So I said, no. Uh, t- today uh, we were sitting with by Nick on the hill and everything. Uh, the weather was awesome. I-, I was shocked how nice the weather was today. So if they continue to have these type of mornings, now they go hour and a half. They're gonna go an hour forty five minutes. Extend practice a little more. Now it's really gonna start on Monday, and when you're talking about full pads and all that. But Mike, if the weather's like this. Mm, they're going to be outside. Because I think they felt fortunate considering all the heat wave we've had throughout the country and even here uh, in July and uh, you look at Texas and everything. So, Mike, I, I was kind of I was kind of surprised how nice the weather was today. I agree with you. A couple things uh, stuck out in practice. I'll, I'll start on defense first. One, uh, that Peyton Turner, uh, we watch. He made a couple of really nice plays. Again, this is no pads, but he was he did a not really nice swim move over, kicked it inside, made a play in uh, into the backfield. And the other time, he just beat that guy. Well, he just beat him hard on an inside move and got into the backfield. So that's encouraging that very we encouraging. at least see it in practice. Very encouraging, Mike. Um, what I look at, whenever you can get penetration, in other words, you could, that you, means you're being disrupted. Now, you can't just freelance 
because you not be it might not be gap sound or you're controlling your gap and uh, then you open up a big hole. But if you could be gap sound and do your responsibility and still get penetration, uh, Mike, that goes a, a long way. Now, you get penetration, you disruptive, but you know what you got to do? You got to finish the deal, get a tackle for loss. So in other words, um, it was for, you know, they're working on first and ten today. It's first and ten. So that's nothing more discouraging to an offense. Well, now it's second and 12. You know, so a simple play like that, that, that the advantage starts going towards the defense. If you can get it now, don't whiff, don't miss the tackle, but get that penetration and get that tackle for a loss, uh, that goes a long way. So that's why you're interested to see, and really in practice. Can he build on yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be in position, but they're not going to take down the running back. Or, you know, that would be like in a preseason game when you have that opportunity. Then you can tackle. But at least you're getting the penetration and you're in position to be disruptive uh, to help the defense. And, Mike, if you still sound um, disciplined as far as what your responsibilities are and you're able to do that and, and just witness in today, I mean, it was like uh, Peyton Turner was almost there when the handoff was happening, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, so, uh Good for Peyton Turner. Mike, he looks the part. Now he needs to play the part. And Mike, and uh, we've seen it in flashes, flashes with exactly. him. Now the consistency part and him staying healthy, that's the big issue. Yeah. Uh, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he be held? Uh, the, the old cliche, we say it all the time. Can he be available? Then you can be held him accountable. Uh, the one thing we take for granted, Cam Jordan's always available. So we can hold him accountable, and he's every down defensive end. Uh, whether he's stuffing the run, oh, let's run away from Cam, or he's r- sacking the quarterback, or putting pressure o- on the quarterback. Quarterback hits, quarterback hurries, however you describe it. But Mike always look at, okay, what happens? Because, you know, I reflect back when you start, okay, this is your first, not no one-on-one drill, because they didn't do any one-on-one, seven-on-seven. They did team. So there's the closest thing to football, well, not a preseason game or a game, but you're doing team. Now, get your own players, but it's 11 on 11. So uh, the very first play, like I said, they're working on first and 10, and we've talked about him. Uh, Derek Carr uh, drops back, and, and Paulson Adebo. It was a nice pass, but good pass defended by Paulson Adebo. So that competition between him and Alante Taylor, because last August, Paulson Adebo was unbelievable. Mike, he might have had one of the best uh, training camp uh, about cornerback that I've ever witnessed. Well, he started off... On the right note, uh, they gave the ball to Alvin Kamara on one play. Mike, he, he looks about as young as ever. He was quick as a cat. Uh, when he got to the outside, he bounced it. Uh, Mike, the, the, whether they had the pads on or not, that's a seven-yard gain plus. So I looked at that, and then um, then the, the play to Jawan Johnson he makes a little square in pass, and he's open. He catches the ball. And Andrew Dow yeah. uh, comes from the backside and punches it out. Not only did he cause the fumble, the ball bounces and he catches it and takes off with it. Oh, yeah, you get a scoop and score. Uh, you know how big that is. Anytime your defense could score, pick six. You look a lot louder more with the Eagles or a scoop and score. But, Mike, those are the kind of plays we have to do. We have to be more opportunistic. Not good for Jawan Johnson. You want, uh, from an offense perspective, you got to protect the football, but good for Andrew Dow uh, to force that fumble. Because, Mike, he's going to have an opportunity. Right now, Kane Ellis is not here anymore. You got him, Zach Bond, and you got Averney, uh, you got RG and all that. So a lot of competition there. So he got off to a but great start. Zach, when they were in base, 
Zach Bond was part of the three starting linebackers when they win base. Well, because I think it's almost like they're going to give him every opportunity to see if he can take advantage of that opportunity, and then you go from there. Uh, you know, we know he can play on special teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like uh, same thing with um, Andrew Dowell. We know he can play on special teams, but who's going to have that res- have that responsibility that the coach- coaches trust that could be when they go to four three? Because right now, almost the base, because the way teams pass the ball, it's like four two nickel. And, and you know what, Mike, you could stay four two nickel, which actually helps your pass defense. But you know what you have to do, and they would be tested week one. If you're going to be 4-2 nickel, you better be able to stop the run. Because in theory, when you got one less linebacker and you got an extra defensive back. You're smaller. Well, then, yeah, and you run <laughs> Derrick Henry until you can stop it. So I'll be interested to see the game plan week one against the Titans and going against a Derrick Henry. If you have more traditional 4-3 instead of a 4-2 nickel, because uh, initially, because if you can't stop the Titans from running, they're going to run uh, that all day and, long. And, and that'll make Ryan Tannehill even better with play action and all that. We'll play it at 440, but we asked the question about week one against the Titans and Derrick Henry, and what was his response? Uh, buckle up that chin strap. I know what's happening uh, with Henry uh, in game one. Well, he's fresh. Man, they ain't, he ain't playing no preseason games. He's ready to roll week so, one. It'll come week one, and that's the kind of game old school where um, – Tennessee's one of those teams because of Derrick Henry. You better pack a lunch because you know, you know they're going to run it. No, no, you're, that's like a, a close fist fight. You know, like when you how you block in and attacking one another. No, you you have to you have to you have to be able to uh, stop the run, Mike. Or that's all they're going to do. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy. A lot more Saints coverage right after this break here on the Big Eight Seventy WWL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let in. Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, Bob, um, other aspects uh, of what we saw today in the pajamas and slippers run through uh, was a lot of special teams work. 
Uh, we saw, uh, again, they had a tremendous amount of work, especially late uh, on special teams. One of the things that I noticed, and it's from the OTAs also, who was running in the first team gunner along with JT Gurry was Isaac Yodem, who they had picked up. And, you know, he's sort of been a little bit of a journeyman. He's bounced around a little bit. But Isaac was running with JT in the OTAs, and he ran with them today on the first team for a gunner. And that's an important spot because of the fact of kind of the first line of defense. Uh, Well, Mike, Mike, if you look at him, uh, a six-year, going to a six-year in the NFL out of Boston College, out of BC, 6-1-190. So uh, when you talk about Gunner and they're trying to double team and you're trying to bust that double team, no, that, that that's how he, he would make that this team. And you're disruptive. Maybe you cause a fumble on, on pump return. And then, you know, for him, this, a veteran like him, okay, might go on into his sixth season. And when you're watching Saints fans, he's number 27, Malcolm Jenkins' old number. That was Malcolm's number, I think, huh? Wasn't it? Um, that for him, okay, this August, no, the, the, uh, he's like, okay, how do I impress the coaches? And it might be like, okay, when they go into Los Angeles against the Chargers, even the Chiefs in the first preseason game, but when they're going to do special teams drills against the Chargers, they're doing it against the Texans. Even Not even, even in the game because it could be limited, but you know how they do rep after rep in practice and how you're being evaluated. You're being evaluated in those special teams reps in practice of uh, Especially when you're going against the other opponent, like it's the game, and you know, and, and you better win. You better not be losing those reps because then you have uh, the trust factor. Mike, we're talking about, um, you know, Peyton Turner, and you know, by him getting the penetration and uh, you know tackles for loss, you could do all that, but you got to finish the deal. You, you got to make the tackle. Uh, are they going to tell you no? You're too out of control. You got to be gap sound. Uh, you got to. You got to. You know what's your responsibility? Some guys they give a little bit more leeway to uh, others. Like, like, but there's two of them: Aaron Donald and you were talking. And uh, Chris Jones. And Chris Jones. So then the coaches give more leeway. When they know going to be disruptive, they might give up a play now and then, but they're going to make way more plays. And you know, uh, Mike, we had a lot of the fans here, and you know, y'all played high school football, and you wanted to play in the trenches and all that, and. You know, you feel like, boy, uh, boy, I, I want to get after the offense and, and not just read on the defensive line. I want to be able to get the penetration. Well, this individual must have been a frustrated high school player. He's from um, 77-11. He says, I wish I was more gap sound uh, when it comes to penetration. So he probably, uh, you know, he was out of control. And then the, the, the coach told him, no, you're not doing your responsibilities. But but again, uh, yeah, he said, I wish I was more gap sound when it comes to penetration because, you know, it has to become natural. You know, you, you can't be forcing it. You have to have that ability to be able to do it. We got our first. <laughs> we got our first look at Kendra Miller today, um, and again, it's it's limited. I, I want to see when everything is live because uh, I know he can run the football because he turns power into speed real quick. He's got better hands than his numbers would indicate as a receiver protecting the quarterback. Oh, yeah. You see, see, that's one thing, like, even at the end, and really throughout his career, that's what Mark Ingram was able to do. You know who else was like that? Uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, with Dallas. 
Even though his last play, remember that stupid play they had him at center and he got I, run over? I don't over. know what the hell they were throwing <laughs> at that deal. But you had one, Ironhead. He was Arnhead, like another offensive uh, uh, lineman. Ironhead might have been the best in NFL history. Mike. When he was light, he was 265. When he was heavy, he was 315, but he was nimble. And you're doing the run and shoot and how you got NFL defensive ends and I would say all this half roll that you do in the run and shoot, that's what I would tell June. We just need to be in the shotgun and you want to set up like the guard tackle gap, you would drift. Having Ironhead was such a luxury that when guys think they were coming free, they say, oh, no, here's Ironhead. And, Mike, he was nimble, so he couldn't, you couldn't make him whiff. No, he would hit you, and it was like uh, put you on your neck. I remember, you know, talking about, like, backs and lead blocking or whatever it might take. i never forget this. Okay, we didn't practice. You know, you call it uh, back on uh, Bob blocking. It's back on backer. Boy, and I had the best seat in the house. You know, you'd have the lead fullback, Buford, Jarnall, and Ironhead and all. And, and, and I, you know, they still ran the eye formation, split backs at times. But I would hand it off, and I had the best seat in the house, and they wanted to see. It was two batting rams, like National Geographic, like <laughs> whack, whack, just hitting each other. So Ironhead loved this. I mean, he was like, I, I can remember, here's like Vaughn Johnson, Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, Sam Mills, I never forget, because uh, it was mainly the inside linebackers. It wasn't, it wasn't like Ricky and Pat and all them. But the inside linebackers, like uh, back on back, Bob blocking. And I remember th- they would see when Ironhead was coming up and Sam and Vaughn, not Mike, they're as tough as, the, as it comes. They would grab the rookies and a young guy, okay, it, it's your turn to go, and they would not take a rep. Your and, rep. <laughs> they would not take a rep against Ironhead because, man, I don't feel like having a headache the rest of practice. It was like whack, you get, get stunned, and Sam goes, "No, I, I'm, 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 I'm in my 30s now." They, they, young guys, and they would come and they would just get humiliated, and just like pancaked and squashed. You know, we still the Saints still use a traditional fullback, and there's probably out of the 32 teams, for sure four, if not five or six. Mike, the, the kid from uh, from South Carolina, who's our fullback? I'm trying to think of his name right now. Uh, Charlie, help me out here. Because uh, Adam Prentice. Prentice, who was a, a former a, linebacker. Yeah, Adam Prentice, uh, he's old school fullback, six feet, two far, 245. He's going his third year in the NFL. And we got another fullback comp- competing, Jake Bargus. He's 6'2", 250 from UNC. Now, he's, this is, uh, you know, he's been in the NFL camp. But, Mike, uh, CTE and all that, there, if anybody's going to have that, because uh, knocking heads, and I don't know how you ever protect that, of the NFL. But when you got a lead blocker going against a linebacker, uh, uh, you can't protect your head uh, because you're using it as a weapon, whether they want to acknowledge that or not. And you not are using space. it as a weapon. Right. And so, uh, no, fullbacks for sure, uh, I think eventually might go by the way of the dinosaur as far as the position. But I still think um, – you, you, you like uh, I think the Titans probably utilize a fullback somewhere, but but I, I think the numbers out of the thirty-two teams, I think it's about I think it's for sure six. four, if not I think six. It's six. Yeah, six teams still use a fullback. But it's that that number is really you talk about a position that's almost disappeared. It's the linebacker. Yeah. It's that fullback spot. And 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 talking of going back to the initial point about blocking running back. Uh, no, you got to be able to run. You don't get to this level if you can't run. So, but if you want to get on the field and you want the coaches to trust you, 
okay, you got to be able to catch the ball. Now you got to be able to be a pass receiving running back, and you have to be able to block. Because sometimes when teams are blitzing and you're not leaking out on the route, uh, you can't be the weak link. You know, people say like, oh, the offensive line sucks. They gave up a sack. No. either. The, uh, what about when the tight end gets whooped and he was staying in or, or the running back? That's why you got to have that continuity there. Uh, uh, when they're trying to get after the quarterback, it's, it's much more than just uh, the tackles, guards, and center. Also, too, we saw him a couple uh, pass plays, Jamal Williams, because we had some people question, well, why didn't Detroit throw him the ball more? I do know where he went to college, BYU. And he did catch the ball with the Packers. And, and BYU, Mike, they, they were throwing the ball before it was even popular. I mean, what was that old coach? What was his name at BYU? Um, Lavelle Edwards. Lavelle Edwards. Come on, Mike. He's almost like Sid Luckman. Uh, when you go old school, like uh, the far, Don Coriel, the forward pass, yeah, they were throwing the forward pass uh, when it wasn't fashionable. But in watching Jamal, he catches the ball clean. It's out front with his hands. And so I, I he doesn't fight the football. No, yeah. I watched him at BYU. He caught the ball well. Now, maybe that wasn't part of the Lions' repertoire to get him out and throw him the ball. They preferred Swift to do it, DeAndre Swift. Uh, as a pass receiver out on the edge. But in watching Williams today, he caught the ball clean. He caught the ball really well. But he's not fighting. He, he, no. lo- he looks like he's done this before. He looks smooth, Mike. Uh, so uh, depending on what's happened with Alvin Kamara, uh, you know, uh, Taysom Hill, all of that. You don't all of a sudden, if you have these great uh, route concepts, people think it's just like your receivers and your tight ends and all. no. A big part of the running back in the passing game, I'm not talking about screens even. I'm talking about when you know the coverage and uh, you know how far you got to get with a first down. And Kamara is another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as a receiver yeah, yeah. Uh, coming out of the like backfield. All about angles. You have to know. Uh, uh, that's why the Saints will utilize a pass receiving running back. That's why I keep bringing up about Taysom Hill. And what he does, that's why he was a tight end. He's not no tight end. He, like he said, he's never lined up on the end by the tackle. Now, you could see him on the wing or you could see him in the slot. They'll drift him the outside yeah, in yeah. the slot. Yeah, that, but, uh, but again, all I know is we've witnessed it. Can Taysom Hill run uh, when he gets his ball, the ball in his hands? Like, uh, you know, you say, yeah, it could be a reception yards after the catch or, and, and, or just running. I mean, Taysom Hill would be a guy. Uh, that's why I even brought him today. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if – Watch, uh, now, you'd have to learn to set it up like Pierre Thomas. Pierre Thomas is the best of the best coaching clinic to run a screen. Can you imagine? I wouldn't be surprised to see Taysom Hill do a screen play and, he, and he's catching from Derek Carr on a screen and throwing it to double-digit gain. The other thing, too, would you line him up deep in the eye, pitch him the ball, and let him throw off of that? Without a doubt. Uh, then, you know, whether they come up and run supported, they got to honor the pass and stay back. Yeah. You gotta. Uh, I think that may be part of the repertoire of the Saints offense, too. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike to take you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. Uh Bob, you and I did a one-on-one with uh, Pete Werner uh, after practice, and uh, we're going to go to that interview with Pete uh, right now. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear. We're with Saints linebacker Pete Werner. Pete uh, is kind of pajamas and slippers and almost autumn day today. It wasn't too bad out there heat-wise, but uh, uh, I think it'll be more oppressive a little bit later on. So how was the first workout? It was great. Yeah, we got a little bit lucky with the, with the weather um, as well as an hour and 30-minute practice to start it all off. But uh, it was great to be out there. Uh, it felt, felt great just to get moving around again and playing with the guys that you're going to go out and compete with. The communication part between you and DeMario is so good out there on the field. And it didn't take long for you guys to be on the same wavelength. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than others, but you guys connected right away. Yeah, and I think that starts with him. I mean, he's got high expectations for himself and um, high, ex- high expectations for me, but that communication is going to be a given with him. And uh, there's going to be no setbacks. It's, it's got to, chemistry's got to be there right away, and I feel like that we've done a great job of that. Pete, how do you feel coming into your third year? You, you feel like, uh, like I'm a veteran now, none of this rookie stuff, and, you know, running around <laughs> and just trying to make plays. Is everything kind of like second nature to you defensively you're trying to do and therefore if it is second nature you can play with a lot of confidence yeah I would say confidence is continuing to grow I wouldn't necessarily put me on that bet status yet but again not a rookie as well I mean I'm getting more confident confident I'm not just flying around I mean I'm really getting comfortable getting stable with this defense and kind of uh, establishing my role on the team and um, I will get closer to that as we as we get going but I mean, it just feels so good to be in the spot you're in and impact others, especially some of these young guys coming out. Pete, you were off to a great start last year. It seems like you can almost count on you. are going to have double-digit tackles uh, game in and game out, and then you get hurt. How discouraging was that? It's just bad luck or what? Because you, you were having an outstanding season. Yeah, it, it was a tough. I mean, it was tough. I had to go through a little adversity there uh, with an ankle. Um, but, you know, I really – you really got to build on that uh, great season from the start and uh, expand from the start of this year and hopefully uh, capitalize on that. Um, so just continue to get better and better, especially through this game. With two new projected starters, a defensive tackle, Pete Jenkins always tell me, Mike, they're the first line of defense. Mm-hmm. They protect those linebackers and give them a free run. Right. That'll be a process for you, correct? Along with DeMario because of the fact of two guys that they brought in uh, that you guys haven't played with before. Right, right. And I, I would also throw in a defensive, new defensive line coach in there. Um, every defensive tackle knows defensive end plays kind of their own style and uh, you got to learn that you got to get repetition with them to figure out the way that you're going to play the way that they are going to play to see how you can execute the best together um, so I'm excited for it uh, hopefully we can get some sacks up there on the board with them and, and stuff up the run but uh, I like the way that they're playing so I'm really excited for that. Pete, is this just, just a, this day and age that when you look at it, uh, you know, old school would be you had a 3-4 or a 4-3, mm-hmm. and you could say, well, on paper we are 4-3, 
but then our primary defense it seems like it's four two nickel, whether big nickel whatever because you're always trying to stop the run. Do you see the game of more teams in that direction because of the passing game? Um, I do see the, uh, a shift in the style of offenses um, in the NFL. I mean, it was so big and strong back in the day, and now it's just, it's turning into a speed, quick type of game. So maybe you throw in a little bit um, more of a smaller speed package out there on the field. But then again, it's all based off of what the offense is showing. I mean, every team's different. It all depends on game plan and and uh, everything like that. So we're going to throw out there what the offense gives us. And if that happens to be um, some faster guys in the field, we're going to do it. Well, speaking of uh, game plan, boy, coming out the gate, you play the Titans and Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, you got a pack lunch. That's old school where um, definitely <laughs> you got to stop the run or they will continue, the to, run, or they will continue <laughs> to run the ball. That's right. <laughs> Especially heading up to that first game. We're going to be buckling our chin chin strap up and getting ready to go downhill and be physical. So uh, that'll be a, a great first start. Looking forward to it and hope we can shut that dude down. Pete, for a lot of people who don't know your background, genetics, okay? Mm-hmm. Your dad, former college player, played in the NFL. Your brother played college football. How was it growing up in that household? I know football was part of the conversation. <laughs> it yeah, had to be. It was. It was a lot of fights, uh, competitive atmosphere. Um, we were always trying to uh, butt heads and play certain games. So we were always growing up. I was always... I always grew up around it, and it started with my dad very, with a strong work ethic and competitive background. Um, it was kind of built into all of us kids, so we knew where our future was going to head, especially playing in the college level. Um, so it was always great of having that background because, I mean, you, you're here now, but you also have to think how you got here. Now, Pete, uh, last one. Uh, what is Coach Hodges helped with? You know, all the coaches you had. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your relationship with him and, um, you know, tricks of the trade, whatever? Yeah. How's that relationship and how he's helped you develop? Yeah, he's, uh, he's a huge, huge part of uh, my the way, the way I've gotten better as a player, I mean, he's such a perfectionist. He's so big on details and the way you fit certain runs and where you are in different passes. I mean, I'm a big notes guy and big on paper, and he, he sees that, and he coaches everybody based off of how um, he sees them being coached, and he's, he's personal. Uh, you can talk to him about everything, and we get to the depths of football, and um, he just really knows how to how to coach you and make you play hard, and uh, I got to give a lot of thanks to him because he's one of the best uh, to ever do it, in my opinion, and the best definitely that I've had. All right, thank you, Pete. Yeah, appreciate thank you it. Thank you. That was uh, Pete Werner. Bob and I got a chance to talk to him. Bob, talk about a smart dude now. He's built more like a strong safety than he is a linebacker, but that's the way of the world today uh, when you're looking at linebackers. But his instincts, smarts, off the charts good. Yeah, uh, listen, he's a football player. He can run sideline to sideline. I guarantee you, uh, you know, because Holly was raised, when he was playing peewee football, he's probably knocking the crap out of people. You know, like when you went, you would go look in the playground and you say you had a, a sixth or seventh grade game. I, I would just think he'd be like dominant. Oh, well, he had 20-something tackles that day or something. Just has a nose for the football, runs sideline to sideline. Now, we all know a double D. DeMario Davis is the heart and soul of the defense, and he's as reliable as they come. But to me, Pete Warner, Mike, he was on pace. He was, he was leading the NFL in the top two or three, uh, one of the league's leading tacklers in 2022. To me, he's proven 
to be a perfect complement to DeMario Davis. Now, behind them, I don't know. I don't know who could step up. So they have to stay healthy. And Pete Werner's a tough guy. DeMario Davis is a tough guy, so we have to knock on but wood. injuries happen. Yeah, we got to look at all that. But, Mike, that was the draft pick uh, well spent, second round. He Pete Werner right now is playing like a first-round draft pick. I'm not saying so dominant like top 10, but definitely like uh, where Cam Jarmer's drafted in the first round. He's that type of player, what he's done in the NFL right now. Mike, if you look at it before the injury, three games with double-digit uh, tackles in the first nine games, and when he wasn't having double digits, he would still have like nine tackles. He was right on the cuffs of having uh, double digits. So, uh, no, Pete Werner... Mike, you know, when you look back in the draft, and like, oh, why did we draft him and all that? Uh, it's not no Stanley Jean-Baptiste or something. No, uh, Pete Warner's a stud. And he's really good in the coverage part of the game, too. Right. That, that's something he's really worked hard at. We'll be back to finish it off here in our number one of Sports Talk right after this message here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in our number one of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Who's the biggest Saints fan on the planet? WWL and Dudley DeBosier want to send you and win the Saints fan season pass. What a great prize. A pair of tickets to every regular home game, plus a signed jersey, helmet, and football. Go to WWL.com slash contest with an S and tell us why you're the ultimate fan. Not necessarily the most visual, the most rambunctious, or the more high-spirited fan, but a serious Saints enthusiast, a dedicated fan, one who truly loves the black and gold. Win the Saints fan season pass from Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints and Saints Radio WWL. Bob, I think you want to respond to a text that says, come on, man, I like Taysom Hill, but his hands are about as soft as rocks. You want to answer that one? No, well, what is that, fake news? What are you talking about? Taysom Hill can catch the football. Now, we wish he would have caught the football against Tampa Bay, uh, but he got the crap knocked out of him. It had been an unbelievable catch, uh, but it wasn't because his hands were, uh, were rocks or he had bricks uh, for hands. No, and then we all know what Ingram, uh, stay in bounds, don't go out of bounds and all that. Uh, and, and that then we playing in the postseason. But Taysom Hill, uh, uh, who is this dude? I mean, is this a local guy too? 3666. Come on, I like Taysom Hill, but his hands are about as soft as rocks. What are you talking about? Taysom Hill does not fight the football. He, he, he's smooth as silk catching it. Now, if he just said that he doesn't hold on to the ball yes. sometimes too well, 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 I'd agree with that. Well, that's what happened with Chris Olave <laughs> last mean. year. You remember sometimes, Mike, he would catch the ball. Can you finish the catch? Right. No, when we talk about uh, like hands of stone or like brick hands, is when you're fighting the ball and you got to always try and catch it with your body because you're not confident in your hands. Now, the truly strong receivers, and that's what makes Michael Thomas or the Eric Martins of the world so special, is when someone's hanging on you and you got strong hands. And, Mike, you catch that ball and you're able to finish the catch even though you have all this adversity around you. you we saw it today with Thomas. They throw him a little ball out in the flat. It ain't no more than five, maybe six yards. Oh. He turned that thing upfield and it was like, uh-oh, uh-oh here no, we uh, go. Uh, Mike, uh, yards after the catch. Uh, the first completion of Derek Carter, Michael Thomas. And that was a simple pass. And then they'd be on the top 10 ESPN and all that stuff. But, Mike, it was like plus 15 more. 
a yak, that yak, that, that Michael Thomas. And we all know the back shoulder who's hanging on you and all that. So, no, when you say Taysom Hill has hands of stone, uh, dude, uh, that's fake news. So what are you talking about? That's not reality. That, that's like uh, Jimmy Graham. Oh, he's always hurt like Michael Thomas. Uh, no. Uh, the, the Jimmy Graham has answered the bell. He's, he's, his, his resume speaks for itself that he does not miss games. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 